1: Previously on D and D and D, there is a small halfling that comes up to you, uh, and he says, "Hey, you you were with uh, you were with those famous adventurers, right? You're one of you're one of the the team who saved the town. Yeah did, did you That's did me. you find my did you find my pumpkins? Are you guys on your way back? What? I don't know. It's weird magic that starts happening where they just kind of like roll away. It, it's very confusing. But your friends went to find them, so hopefully maybe they'll be oh, back soon." No.
2: They're not going to be. I promise you, they're not going to be back soon, and they're not going to have any of your pumpkins. I I promise you that. I'm so sorry.
3: So, Zabbis, we just invested in a butcher shop, and now we're headed to a farm with contraptions owned by Old Lady Arabella, because that's where the pumpkins were rolling off to. Oh, yeah, we're also chasing after rolling pumpkins. Uh, that's what we've been Whoa.
2: doing. Oh, yeah. I met that guy. You met Gord? Yeah, he was sad.
3: Yeah, he's pretty sad. He was
2: wondering where you guys went, and never mind.
1: So Margin heads off southeast in the direction indicated by Hilly towards the Arabella farmstead. Let's go. You walk for a little while longer and the sun starts to set. It starts to get like, you know, it's dusk now. It is definitely on the darker side. You can see that the moon has started to come out. The first few stars in the sky are visible. Uh, it gets a little bit harder to see. Your dark vision starts to kick on. Eventually, you get to the fork in the road that Hilly indicated. And as you turn down the road, the more rural road off the main one, uh, you start to get to where uh, you're surrounded by farms. Uh, it's it's hilly, um, but definitely farms. The road gets a little bit more and more unkempt as you the further and further you go. And the farms get to be uh, a little bit more rough and tumble. And just about the time that the moon is starting to, to have fully risen and the sun has fully set, you see that there are some shapes up ahead. Uh, somebody roll perception to see if you can figure it see what they are at this distance. Uh,
4: I will do that. 26.
1: Wow. Oh, yeah. F- Fletch from A Ways Out clocks that these shapes backlit against the night sky uh, look to be uh, scarecrows, but it's odd that there would be a cluster of them close to the road like this. No, guys,
4: there's a weird cluster of scarecrows up ahead. Mm. And I don't like that. Mm. So everybody, I guess, get your weapons out just in case. I do that. Yeah, I don't know what to expect here.
0: Why
5: would a farmer put a bunch of scarecrows together next to the road? That is weird. It's, like Are they actually scare people?
1: Marjorie, <laughs> roll history. Though you're not of you're not a country halfling. You come from a line of of farmer people. I rolled a fourteen. And you can't recall ever hearing any instance of an advantage to clustering scarecrows.
5: I this isn't functionally correct.
1: Well
4: let's hmm. I guess let's keep going and Get closer to the scarecrows. To so the scarecrows, yeah.
5: Do we have any we other have
4: options? I don't think we have any choice because I don't. Sure, let's go check them out. Far. I don't want to turn back. Yeah.
2: I don't know why this, out of most or like all of the things that we've seen on our journeys, is the creepiest to me.
4: This
3: is the creepiest.
4: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it's you
3: just,
2: live in the moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: I start playing slightly spooky music on my uke just to kind of like go Quack. along with the tone. Great alert <laughs> th- these things of our presence if they're sent sen-
4: sen- if, if they're sentient. sentient
1: i mean maybe they'll like it as you get closer and flax music plays out i'm uh imagining um what, what's that one like is it Ticata and fugue like that like really kind of like creepy i'll oh, send sure. it to you guys later yes these, these kind of like minor spooky chords and things yeah You start to see the Scarecrows react to the music. They kind of start to dance almost. Ooh. You can start to see the first details of their scarecrowiness. All of you can now. But they're not the simple T-pose Scarecrows of just like, you know, some straw with some clothes on it. Their features are more distorted. Uh, Their arms are longer than they kind of need to be. They have... Uh, branchy fingers uh, that don't seem to serve any practical purpose. Though they are currently on large posts, uh, they also have legs coming out of the pant legs. Uh, There are individual branchy like stalks that definitely look individually leg like, Um, not just the post that comes out of their back that they are hung on. And they are reacting to this music and uh, and almost dancing to it. Is there any voice? Are move. they saying anything? Or are they just moving? All you can hear is the shifting of the straw
3: uh. a- as they move, guys. I think they like my music. Yeah, Well, don't stop playing. Got a couple of uh, flatheads in the in the <laughs> house, huh? But,
5: but they're not supposed to be able to hear music.
4: Yeah, they're not supposed to be sentient, like I was trying to say.
3: No one can resist my awesome no music.
0: No one! Correct! Can I, like, I don't have detect magic, but I want to, mm-hmm. ar- I guess an arcana check to see if there's
1: some something mm-hmm. weird in the air. If you have, like, a, a vibe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Dirty 20. It's not necessarily a tingle, but there there's a, there's a, a, a like, um... There when you were around the speduked flack earlier, when you made that happen, and you felt the same thing with butter, even though there wasn't any like actual effect. Oh. But you felt this feeling. Oh. There's just kind of like a like a hum or a warmth almost inside you that you you feel as you get closer to these things. Sabis!
0: Sabis! This is
1: what I was talking about! Yeah. And I run up to the scarecrows. You run up to them. And they all turn their heads to look at you.
0: Uh,
1: there are five of them.
0: Oh, I'm very excited.
1: Martin walks up to you. Which one do you walk up to?
0: Um, the one in the middle. I want to inspect its body for okay, you- writing. <laughs> thickness. Yesterday it would have been thickness.
2: <laughs> Far- farmland body inspection.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> so Marjorie, uh you step off the road and you have to climb over a uh kind of short wooden fence uh this is one of those fences that has like two horizontal beams that are hooked into the vertical beams yeah you know? and i just
0: want to say like that this is this is very much a child being like look watch mom and running towards danger
1: so you you leap over this fence as you run after the Uh, scarecrows that you feel this kind of now familiar sense coming from Um, and as you cross over the fence and you approach the center scarecrow all of them turn their heads to you there are their heads are made of like straw stuffed burlap sacks with faces cut out of them and inside the faces uh, inside the eyes and the mouth uh, you see there's a glowing red uh, light. It's not a flame. It's not like a candle. It is a, a very like jewel-toned red light that is burning inside these faces and they all turn your direction and their mouths open and as they open, you hear the sound of the straw rubbing against itself. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, and they stretch out their hands and as you approach them, and start to look around the bodies. You said that you were inspecting the bodies. Mm -hmm. They swipe at you.
5: Oh. Oh, hey. Hey,
1: stop that. One of them gets you right across, the the middle one gets you right across the face, uh, and you take...
0: My money maker? That's a lot of dice. Why are you making all those noises, dude?
1: You're about to get hit Mm -hmm. real hard. Ugh. Uh, you take 21 damage Whoa. as you're, you're clawed in three different places, and the one across your face cuts a gash across your skin. Um, yeah. You're going to have disadvantage on some of your attack rolls for this first round uh, as blood gets in your eyes. Everyone roll for initiative. There
2: it oh. is. Uh, the thought of, like, this thing of straw, just like... Ooh. I just... I broken the hives thinking about uh, it 25 it just
4: reminds me of the scary stories scarecrow yeah oh, yeah and it mm-hmm. just i get Herald. i
1: hate this <laughs> in a in a so good scary. way in a good way i don't
0: 24
2: 17
1: zabis you're on butter don't forget you're mounted
2: <laughs> oh how does that change <laughs> how does that change combat
1: it changes your movement and oh, i can do your side. <laughs> and, and this, this space that you take up Twenty-four. Okay, so the order of the combat is Flak, Fletch, Margarine, Zabbis, and then the Scarecrows. So Flack, you are uh, about 20 feet away from the Scarecrows. There is this fence in between you. Um, behind the Scarecrows, there is a large cornfield that has, you know, already been harvested. So it is the dry old corn stalks. Um, And that stretches for as far as you can see uh, at this point. In both directions and deeper into the field. uh, There is about a... uh, Between the 10 and 15 foot gap between the edge of the cornfield, the scarecrows, uh, and the fence. Margarine is just on the other side of that.
3: uh, Having just been swatted by the scarecrows. There are five of them. I don't believe that scarecrows should naturally behave this way. (laughs) So I surmise... That there's some magic effect afoot. And I will cast Dispel Magic. I will choose the Scarecrow that uh that hit Margarine middle one. And um I will cast it at level shit. I didn't update my um, my level in that, that app I'll cast at the fourth level I guess You automatically end the effects Of a spell on the target If
1: the spell's level is equal to Or less than the level of the spell slot you use Otherwise mm-hmm. you have to make A ability check using your Spell casting modifier which is charisma So go ahead and roll that
3: Check It's on the fucking seam again between 20 and 2 uh, And there's the 2 Hold on Weird Plus, uh, charisma is not going to be enough. It's not going to uh, be enough. Yeah. so
1: six. You strum a chord on your new ukulele, which is a little bit more mundane than your yeah. flying V1. It's a stopgap. Uh, it doesn't have quite the resonance as your flying V1. And though there is a curtain of magical energy that falls on these scarecrows, Uh, It kind of sputters out, and the chord that you played, as it echoes, goes discordant, and nothing happens. Damn it. Uh, It is now Fletch's turn. Fletch, what do you do? You are uh, next to Flack, um, kind of lined up a little bit behind Margarine, uh, so you're almost in a line, but you could easily step sideways one or the other. The Scarecrows are um, behind Margarine, and then the Cornfield is further behind That they're all grouped up together, they're in a line, they're in a line, yeah. Um, although the two on the furthest edges, the furthest left and furthest right, did kind of hook around a little bit. You're not quite sure how, oh, because they're still in their posts, Mm -hmm. they haven't quite fully enveloped her. Um, their arms stretched out to get at her. Okay, I look down at Pete and I say, Pete, you're up,
4: and I want Pete to jump into like a, the a grouping of them and I okay. want him to with with our new abilities when he lands I would like there to be some sort of electric or shock or lightning effect effects yes. uh, okay
1: um, so you have you have four gaps right center right left center and left and you will get two different. Scarecrows, depending on where you drop them, which gap you drop them into. Okay, I wanted to get the one that swiped at Margarine. Okay, so, so. You, that's left center or right center? Well, let's go left center. He drops in in the gap between the centermost scarecrow and the left center scarecrow, and there is a burst of of uh, electrical energy. Uh, what did we say this does? Uh, it's 1d8, I think, of damage. Well, you're damaged. Eight. The shocks uh, go up their posts uh, and translate into heat and fire. Uh, and you see that there, are some of the straw that makes up the inside of these scarecrows starts to scorch uh, as this electrical energy travels up their uh, posts uh, and singes that margarine. You can see that um, in addition to the glowing red inside their faces, now there is kind of a, a orange... Accent glow of embers within as the straw burns. It is now your turn, when You're oh. standing right in front of. Oh I yeah, no, have you more. have a second yeah, attack. Yes.
4: <laughs> so I'll, with this, I'll, oh, I'll nice. just I'll uh, take aim at one of the ones that is not currently on fire okay. and shoot them with my stormtail bow with a seventeen. So uh, twenty two. Yeah, that gets them. Twelve. Nope, 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 nope. Sorry, plus it's 13 with stormtail
1: you've got three of them now have the the scorched effects of having hit been hit with this large amount of electricity Martrin. it's now your turn you see this in front of you uh pete is now to your left uh and you've got these scarecrows in front of you
0: my eyes are covered in blood
1: yes you've got uh, yeah for this round you've got you've got blood in your eyes trying
0: to wipe it away it hurts my face hurts I'm going to attack, sneak attack on... Ha, some of them have you taken have damage,
1: right? You explicitly have disadvantage. I won't let you do sneak attack this time. Okay. Hmm.
3: You did just walk up to these...
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I thought I could figure it out. Now there's blood in my eyes. I guess I'll just try to swipe. Damn it, the thing that happened to James just happened to me. It was either a 16 or a 3. It's a 3.
4: Wow. Why are we cracking yeah. today?
0: we are cracking worth rolling the second one that that swing does not hit here i'm gonna try my other hand also a three margarine is bloody and old and a mess it just just swipes at nothing and then collapses back into the the fields
1: to hide you kind of roll past them into the corn Mm -hmm. stalks underneath the reach of their swipes uh, it is now Zabu's turn. Zabbis. Uh, you're mounted atop Butter in the road. Uh, you see this display before you on the other side of the fence. What do you do?
2: How close is everyone? To like, uh, like, where am I compared to everyone else?
1: Fletch and Flack are in front of you, standing, and Margarine is behind the Scarecrow's now hidden in the cornstalks. You can't tell exactly where she is. And then Pete is amongst the the Scarecrow's.
2: Uh, I'm going to cast Magic Missile. Okay. One at each of the ones that haven't really been damaged yet.
1: Okay. And then that's two of them, right? That's two of them, yeah.
2: Oh, but I have to do...
1: Oh, Wild Magic, yeah.
2: Oh, I don't know where my 100-sided die is. I'll just do a number generator. Okay, no, we're good. Great. All right, yep. we got three, four, and two again I was like oh I'm gonna cast a fire spell because they're made of fucking straw but no we have to also be standing in the middle of a fucking field and I can't see margarine it's just it's a lot of there's a lot of ways that I could really go tits up
4: that I mean I've true. already lived things on I fire did. so
2: yeah but was Live that a like a was that like a fire spell with a, a radius no. like, no, like, like a
4: blast <laughs> radius no. good point good point yeah <laughs>
1: Flack and Fletch and Zabas all make wisdom saving throws.
4: Nine. Thirteen.
1: Eleven. Flack, you are frightened as the Scarecrows turn their horrifying visage in your direction. You are also paralyzed by this fear. You cannot move or speak, and you have disadvantage on checks and attack rolls to the in, uh, on the Scarecrows. It is uh, back up to your turn. Ah,
4: <laughs> Fletch. For one of my moves, I I want Pete to run and scoop Flack up. Okay, so that way, he, yes, he, he can okay, do so that. He, he scoops him up and then uh, runs and uh, finds Margarine. And so now
0: he can find me.
4: Pete can he find can you. Find. He can sniff you but, out. But then Pete like gets down and like and, I, and <laughs> hide, for Sure. So I want okay. them to be the scared. scary so, yeah. Flack. Yeah,
1: yeah. The scared, (laughs) paralyzed Flax is like. Uh It's
0: okay, buddy. And I I pat Flax back. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a little bit of blood on his back too. Oh (laughs) yeah.
4: Um, and then yeah, I guess for my
1: uh, for my second action, I will. uh, Three of them are on. Are, are lit three of them are uh, well all of them are damaged but yeah the middle three have some uh, like a, some shock damage to their innards okay, yeah I wanna sh- I wanna shock one of the unshocked ones okay. they're not on fire are they or, or are they they're not no. on fire no no they're not on fire they're just singed from internal electrocution okay uh, yeah I'll sh- I'll I'll shoot one of the un- unshocked ones uh uh-huh. 13 Thirteen will hit oh okay yeah.
4: thirteen cool 12 damage on the Stormtail bow.
1: Okay. You fire off your uh, Stormtail bow. There is a clap of thunder as the electric arrow leaps from the bow and slams into the rightmost scarecrow. Um, there is a shatter of sparks, and one of the scarecrow's straw arms falls off. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, Margarine, you're hidden next to Flack and Pete in the cornfield. You're, you have wiped the blood from your eyes and you no longer have disadvantage. What do you do?
0: Attack! With my Get sneaks. Him. There we go. That's better. Oh, I add seven. Eh. Uh, Twenty-three.
1: Yes, that hits for sure.
0: Twelve. Sneak attack. It doesn't really matter what kind of damage my arrows or my uh, knives are. I'm going to switch them to poison just to make a choice. Okay. Seven on the regular damage and then 1d8 for poison. Are you keeping track of this? Mm-hmm. uh 2 poison damage
1: uh the poison has no effect but you have cut open the back of this uh the center scarecrow and straw starts to pill, spill out um it turns its head around you without turning without turning its body it turns its head around to look at you um, and it stares yeah. down uh, in it with these bright red eyes and it opens its mouth and all you hear there's no sound that comes out it doesn't roar or anything it's just the sound of s- straw rubbing against each it, itself but the the red grows brighter and you feel that kind of warmth grow a little bit inside you roll a perception roll
0: I'm famously good at perception 7.
1: Uh, right before the scarecrow closes its mouth, you thought you might have seen something in the glow that was coming from it, that.
0: Ooh, okay. So with my second attack, I rolled a 10. Does that hit? No. Well, I was going to try to open up its face.
1: You miss. It's able to kind of dance out of the way as you stab at its okay. face.
0: I miss, and then I frog hop into the cornfields again. Hidden okay. from you.
1: Yes, indeed. Uh, Zabbas, it's your turn again.
0: You know what? Let's do... Is it Mel?
1: Melf's Minute Meteor? Melf's
2: Minute Meteors? I know. (laughs) Melf's Minute
1: Meteors.
2: (laughs) That's a third level spell. Hold up. Uh, yeah. We got some wild magic. Do we really?
1: Yeah. Oh, shit. (laughs) All right. So now, though, you're still going to cast Melf's Minute Meteors.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Both things happen because you are... You are growing, you are a growing boy.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: and you're do, learning. Does the listening audience know about this change? Yes. yes, we talked about it in the in the table for two. For anyone who didn't listen to the table uh, for two, oh, yeah. do you want to give for, it for away anyone brief? who didn't listen to the table for two? Yes, mm-hmm. uh, Zabiss has grown in his experience uh, and his knowledge of magic. Um, And after being exposed to the wild magic source uh, on Oyakoto, the crystal has gained a little bit more control over the surges. So uh, his intended spell happens as well as a wild magic uh, effect. So you're successful in your casting of Melfsman and Meteors. But in addition to that, (laughs) uh, this suggestion comes to us from Eric Wire. Thank you, Eric. All of the small-sized creatures grow to medium height, <gasps> and all of the medium characters grow to small. Some medium? So yeah. So Flack and Margarine are now like five, what? eight, and
3: f- and five. Oh, ten. Margarine! Oh, oh no! Yeah. Am I Spaghetti Clown again? <laughs> <laughs> no, I I sound like Flack still. <laughs> <laughs> and then Fletch. And Zabbis uh, shrink
1: down We're, to uh, about three feet. Wait, tall. why? <laughs> We're large.
0: Wait, I'm We're not medium, are
1: we? You are medium. Large yeah. is large. Large is like over 10 feet.
0: Yeah. What? Well, now I'm tiny.
1: What? Well, Marjorie, by the way, is
0: like ducking down underneath the, the corn on her hands and knees with her ass up. So when she got big, you just see like Marjorie's <laughs> ass project up from the corn.
1: Yeah. Just like poke up from the the corn. (laughs) Okay, who suggested this? Eric Wire. Thanks, Eric Wire.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Yeah. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) Thanks, Eric
1: Wire.
2: Do do our clothes grow with
1: us? Your clothes don't grow with you, so everything on Flack and Margin is very tight. And everything on Zabbis and Fletch is very big.
2: Oh, (laughs) man. This sucks. Um, Yeah. (laughs) This sucks. This
1: sucks. (laughs) This (laughs) sucks. But Wait, you, what
4: about butter? Is butter, <laughs> large? A horse? He's large, yeah.
2: You said ten feet. Oh, is a horse? A horse is not ten not feet tall. I if don't he think stands a ho- up,
3: horse is. No. So say. does that mean butter is small now? Well, let's. Well, all right,
1: let's look at the language of the spell. It says characters. Does, oh. does, is does butter, butter a character? Oh, That's a deep gonna... question. Butter <laughs> is a name. That is oh, a horse, a large beast. Hey, hey. Okay. Not oh, so affected. Uh, How Butter big is not Pete? Not
4: affected. Oh, Pete's medium. Pete would
1: be medium. Pete would shrink. <laughs> oh, no down.
0: on Pete. Oh, yeah, wow. mini Pete.
1: Flax on Pete. I I wouldn't think that because because <laughs> Flack had no agency to hang on to Pete
3: because he was paralyzed. Oh, I see. That's fair. Sure. Yeah.
1: <laughs> although I d- although the sudden change in their sizes probably does mean that Flack might have smushed. The house cat sized Pete now a little bit. House cat sized. So yeah, maybe maybe you catch his tail. There's a yeah. There's a there's a a a sound of a distressed cat that comes from the corner. So I just lost
4: my height, which is again changing my body, and I don't like that. And then I hear my (laughs) my 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 panther scream, but it's a little kitty scream. (laughs)
2: Oh, is he like a little Is there like when Raja and Aladdin gets turned into a little kitty?
1: (laughs) Yeah, he's house cat sized for sure. Oh, all right. I'm freaking out. Melf's Minute Meteors is successfully cast. So you create six tiny meteors in your space. They float around Uh, as a bonus action on each of your turns thereafter. You can expend one to two of the meteors. Uh, So you have six. You can throw one or two uh, on this turn. What do you do?
2: I'm just gonna put those two out of their misery. They shouldn't be alive anyway. That itself is a miserable existence. They're they should all be smited. <laughs> so
1: <laughs> roll your uh damage. 2d6 fire damage. And also these the other scarecrows in the in the vicinity have to make saving throws because the meteors explode. Uh Margaret make one as <laughs> well. They all failed their saves. So roll...
0: I failed mine, too. No, 2d6
1: per meteor, Chels.
0: Oh, okay, so 8. 8.
1: I rolled okay. a 3. So you take half damage, right? Because of your ability. You don't take full. There, The re- other ones are looking pretty rough. Margin, the one in front of you, explodes in a burst Ooh. of flame, uh, which uh, some of it singes the edges of your now larger body as you turn away to guard your face from it. Um, The other ones also catch fire as these meteors explode and are looking kind of rough. A couple of the embers head towards the cornfield, but harmlessly go out in the air. It is now the Scarecrow's turn. Flack, you're no longer frightened by them. Hell no, I'm big! (laughs) Hell no! (laughs) The three that are left uh, are going to hop uh, off their posts... Are they on fire or no? They are a little bit on fire, yes. Uh, And they're going to come over to Fletch Fletch and (laughs) Fletch? Fletch and Zabbas and Butter. uh, And they're going to swing at them with their claws. The one attacking, Fletch, crits. Ah! Wow. Uh, And you take 10 damage uh, as it swipes at you with these twiggy claws. Zabbas, you're also hit. Uh, You take Seven damage. Butter it manages to rear up and deflect the blow that was attacking him. Uh, Zabus, you're small now. Make a de- make a dexterity save with advantage because you're proficient in vehicles to hang on to Butter.
2: <gasps> Not twenty. Oh yeah,
1: you're Ooh. totally fine. Yes. You, you, oh man. As if it was a planned move, you rear back and raise your hand, holding the reins of Butter.
2: Fuck, well, that's awesome. It's. Does it look metal?
1: It looks, inc- <laughs> yeah, it looks incredible. Even though you're I, small, all your robes I know, look too big. But they're billowing yeah. in the breeze.
2: Okay, I was like, I wish I had like a little kid at a birthday party. Yeah, the, the, me-
1: the meteors are circling around you.
0: It's like a yes. really good van painting, but someone's not super yes. good yes. at anatomy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. They ran out of space <laughs> toward the top of the van and never smushed. Yes.
2: <laughs> it's like yeah, those like that like uh. Instagram account with the daycare paintings that are like mm-hmm. not officially sanctioned art of cartoons. Just oh, proportions <laughs> are weird, but it's okay.
4: Now I'm just down on the ground looking up at this happening, being like, "Why couldn't I do that?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, Flack, it's, it's your turn, and you can. You're no longer frightened of
3: them. Hell no, and you're, um, you're big. Yeah. Oh wow, Zabbis. that was a great move. Good work. Thank you. Yeah. All your clothes uh, are very tight though. That's okay. I kinda like it. <laughs> one, I'm gonna use a bonus uh action to give Bardic inspiration to all my homies. <laughs> okay. So they get an inspiration die one D eight. No, It, it to... is a D ten now. <gasps> oh hell yeah. yeah. Yeah, welcome to that. Thanks. Also, Gressel, can you up, update the cheat sheets? Yes Sometimes I will. Good. Yeah, yeah, I gotta do that. Yeah, I kinda wanna <sighs> I mean, fire is kind of this whole thing, huh? I do kind of want to
2: What is that? (laughs) You don't own a whole element.
3: Yeah, I kind of want to shoot some fire. Okay, let's
1: see. I want to shoot some purple fire. Some purple fire? Mm. You could do, like, Scorching Ray, which is just a ray of fire, and we could say that it's purple. Yeah, okay. Okay. You create three (laughs) rays of fire, and you hurl them at targets within range.
3: Cool. I hurl them at... Each of the three remaining uh okay. Make a ranged
1: spell attack for each ray. So this is going to be a 20 plus Charisma mod.
3: 21.
1: That'll hit, yes. 15. That will also hit. 18. Yep. All three hit. Roll a 2d6 fire damage. can roll it individually for each one.
3: Six. Yeah. Six. Okay. Come on, number of the beasts. Nine, I'll take it. <laughs> so that boy upside down. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, uh, two of the remaining scarecrows you catch on fire. They burst fully into flame at this point, and they kind of stagger to the ground, and they were off their posts, uh, and they, like, fall to their knees before Fletch and Zabus slash Butter. Uh, the last one uh, is also on fire, but uh, is still able to keep its feet. Uh, Fletch, it's your turn. You have this burning kneeling scarecrow in front of you all you can see uh, through the flames is the glowing red jewel tone of its face
5: fletch i think there's something in its head
1: something in its head roll a perception roll or investigation i suppose fletch perception would be better for me 12
0: wait can you add your bardic inspiration
4: i can't add my bardic inspiration yeah oh you could roll all a right, d10, d-10. Do that. okay zero oh 10 Yeah, the zeros. So yeah, twenty-two. Oh, nice!
1: Uh, Hell yeah! As the uh, as the burning scarecrow stretches out its mouth to you again, wordlessly screaming, uh, you see that the glow of the mouth is not a singular line like a crescent shaped glow. Uh, It is in fact a word. There is there are symbols that are making up this glowing mouth-like shape and just as you recognize that it starts to go out and the fire consumes the scarecrow burning that one whoops the same thing happens to the other scarecrow that was on fire on its knees in front of zabbos it just kind of falls and burns so there's only one left what do you do
4: Marjorie, i'm gonna turn this one over to you there's some there's words on their on their mouths and they keep disappearing so you gotta go to the other one
5: And what, read its
0: face?
4: Yeah, read its face. I feel like it's probably old person language or something.
1: That would make the most sense to me right now.
0: Same. I do that.
1: Uh, You you run up to the the last remaining scarecrow. It's going to get an attack of opportunity on you, but it misses. Great. I'm going to take both my knives and I'm going to put it in its mouth and open its mouth. Uh, you stretch open the straw and you see floating in the space left within the cavity of the scarecrow's head where the straw, once filled, as you pull it apart, there are symbols that make up the old people language word for protect.
5: It says "gorash."
3: And, <laughs> um, oh. Okay. <laughs>
0: can I, Can I try to, like, erase it? Or touch it? Ooh. Or, like... T- eliminate a ligature?
1: Yeah. What are you trying to do? You're trying to take away a letter, or or wipe it away? I w- wipe it away seems the most logical. How do you want to do this? So there,
0: are, it's like floating magic letters.
1: It's like floating magic letters that make up this kind of like glowing crescent shape that created the mouth of these scarecrows. But once you get close enough to it, you can see the symbols that would that create this word. Gorash, Gorash,
0: Man, I, I don't have I'm not thinking of anything Unique to do Besides just like Trying to Trying to distort it with my knife Okay But I, I I suppose I'll switch it to Radiant damage Because poison didn't do anything So I'm just like Stabbing in the crescent mouth Of the scarecrow With my big tight clothes And my big grubby hands <laughs> uh, What was I rolling to hit? Yes. 23.
1: Uh, You do, you swipe with your radiant knife through the lettering of the word Gorosh. And as you do, the red light shimmers a bright silver uh, and then disappears in a uh, shower of magical sparks. There's the same kind of shatter uh, in the heads or what's left of them uh, of the other scarecrows as the word blinks out. They fall now harmlessly to the ground where they burn um, until the fire consumes the fuel of the straw. You are now on the side of the road next to this farm with this creepy cornfield before you. What do you do? (sighs) So was that old person speak?
5: Absolutely. Yes.
4: Why is it so dangerous?
5: I don't know. I thought it was just a special thing that I knew.
3: Well, people Yeah, are... I really thought it was like a charming type thing before, but lately all we've we've been, been encountering it and it's been a real pain in the in the tushy. Yeah.
4: Also, why why am I tiny and when am I going to get bigger? When am I going to get bigger? Oh, he's freaking out. Yes, I'm
3: freaking out. I don't like when my I don't like when my it's body right, changes. Man. Just go with it, you know? Just go with the flow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I imagine, imagine Flack standing a little bit too close so that he can look down. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I don't, I don't like this.
0: Pete, he's so cute. He's a
4: little kitty.
0: Uh, Marjorie yeah. picks up Pete and then she bends over to pick him up. A button off her pants just ping.
3: <laughs> <laughs> do, do you still pick him up, though? Oh, yeah. Okay, and I pet him in your hands, oh. in your arms. Wow, this, this is great.
4: What No, when does this, this end? Zabbos,
5: did you do this? Mm. Tidy wizard big horse. Tidy <laughs> wizard a yes big horse. Me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh.
1: When does this end, Zabbos? I,
2: I don't know. I don't want that. You think I want to look like a child?
1: Meteor still swirling
3: around.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh. I don't know when it's over. I'm sorry. It's okay. Is it, man? At least, we all have, at least we all have hair. What? At least we all have hair. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, right? It's been worse. Yeah. Anyway, what, what was with the gorsh thing that the scarecrows were saying?
0: Margarine writes the word dunk. <laughs> I'm just making this as I go. Writes the word dunk on Pete. And dunk means normal. I do it on his belly. I flip Pete over on his little <laughs> pink belly.
1: Oh, my God. You feel that kind of warmth in you again really it's something deep inside you like like in the in the pit of your stomach that you feel it kind of like grow as you write the word pete starts to he 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 like reacts the the words as you finish the word it kind of uh glows a little bit and and pete starts to grow but very slowly big enough it's fast enough that you notice since he was so small compared to his normal size, um, but not—he's not instantly normal.
5: That's amazing. Nor- I would use this, i would use this word to insult others.
4: <laughs> would you just wrote on my cat, on my—well, I guess my cat now, but my. Yeah, anthem? I wrote on your cat. And he's growing.
5: I called him a dunk.
4: <sighs> oh, whoa! I hold on, my wrist.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Can I dunk on you?
1: Dunk on me.
0: I dunk on I dunk on Stormy.
1: The same thing happens, the word starts to glow and you slowly but perceptibly start to grow.
0: Who wants
3: to
5: get dunked on?
3: Not I.
5: (laughs) 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 Dunkino. What order up for (laughs)
0: Zabus? And I I Oh I was gonna say I reach up to right on Zabus's foot, but I don't need to, because I'm tall. You don't need (laughs) to. Yeah. Yeah, cool.
3: Wow, can we all just be like the same size now? Yeah.
0: That's
2: so weird.
3: <laughs> tall Margarine, tall Also, Margarine, you are so magical these days. What's
5: happening to me? I've never been magical in my entire life. It's
2: like you learn something new and the world changes.
3: It's pretty wild.
2: Cool. inspiring. So inspiring. <laughs> so inspi- you're so old and you, you know.
0: No, I know. And, yeah, that's,
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's inspirational, though, that yeah. you're still learning new Old tricks. people are so
1: inspiring. <laughs> it's inspira- inspiration, Marjorie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody. Russell here with a few quick announcements, and then we're going to get you right back to it. Thanks so much for listening to episode 107 of d and d d Be sure to follow us on social media at D&D pod on Twitter and d and and d pod on Instagram. Or email us at dndndpod at gmail.com. I want to say thank you to some of our patrons. Thank you, Matthew. Thank you, Shannon. Thank you, Jake. Thank you, Madeline. Thank you, Craig. And thank you, Krista. Thank you to all of our patrons who have supported us over at patreon.com slash dndndpod. Just sent out our latest Patreon-exclusive t-shirt, the Goodbye Juno t-shirt that I'm so happy with. Beth did an incredible job with the design honoring Juno and Joel, and those just went out to patrons are going out to patrons right now. We're going to have one more Patreon-exclusive t-shirt uh, for the end of the year, so go ahead and sign up now, patreon.com slash pod if you want to get your hands on that exclusive t-shirt. We're going to have some new merch tiers uh starting in 2021, and we will be back to our regular quarterly t-shirt schedule for 2021 as well. Hopefully there will not be another world-upending unique situation <laughs> like we had this year. Um, so thanks t- again to all of our patrons who support us over there. Speaking of Beth's incredible artwork, Bethberad.shop, where you can see all of her great art available for purchase, stickers, prints, t-shirts, uh, all kinds of stuff over there. Bethbyrad.shop. Every time she shares a new design with us, we all get so excited for uh, for her work. Just want to say a quick thank you to everyone who has made the switch to join us on Spotify. We're so proud to be a Spotify-exclusive podcast now, and we're so grateful to everybody who got the app, uh, made the switch. If you weren't listening on Spotify already, we appreciate you joining us here on this platform uh, and are really looking forward to all the great things we have in the future here on Spotify. I think that's it for me for this one, so thanks, everybody. Do what's fun.
4: Now that we're all the same height, let's. Uh, I guess we should go confront this Arabella because I, I think she's up to no good. Yeah,
5: we need to get those pumpkins.
1: I think it'll be both at once. Honestly, you can continue down the road. You can head into the cornfield. How do you was there? Was the, that, there was the a, cornfield the
3: direction to Arabella?
0: I. Uh, what's her name? Hilly said something about going up over a hill.
3: You pass the hill. You yeah, pass yeah. the hill. Okay.
0: Yeah. Well, where's the... Can our ranger sense where the farmhouse is?
1: Are these familiar uh, lands to me? Yeah, because it's the Moonshadow Valley, so you... Oh, yeah. so I would, I would know. All right, perception? Yeah. See if you can kind of get a sense of what's, a, oh, what's
4: around. Yes, I can get a sense of where to go. 26?
1: From the direction of the, the cornfield, opposite where the scarecrows were kind of stationed, Uh, you can smell faintly uh, the scent of a fire and even fainter than that, um, some food cooking. Um, There's also, uh, in that same direction, uh, the wind is blowing, it smells like hot metal. Hot metal.
4: There's some weird stuff. Weird weird smells over this way. Hot metal.
5: That's like a blacksmith. That's food.
4: Yeah. Uh, A
1: blacksmith making dinner.
4: That sounds it delightful. It like. So let's go. Follow me.
1: All right. Fletch follows his nose as you head into the cornfield. You walk for a little while. It's, it's a pretty good size field. Uh, you know, it's probably a half mile or so by the time you get to where you're outside of corn stalks and you get to a large clearing uh, completely surrounded by these dried out corn stalks. Uh, where there is a pretty substantial farmhouse in a state of disarray. Uh, There's also a large barn. uh, And strewn about the grounds, you see all kinds of old farming equipment, plows, carts, spokes, and wheels. Nothing looks as though it is in working order. Everything is missing some parts or is old and rusted. What was the cornfield like? Was it maintained or just running wild? It was dry and unattended okay. you thought at first it was just part of the season that you know this corn has been harvested months ago and the stalks are now just going you know going fallow once you got in it you noticed that there were like rotting years of corn mm-hmm. still on the field um, mm-hmm. this was an untended field uh, and hasn't been looked after it looks like for a long time um, the rows in between the stalks were overgrown and, uh, with, with like choked out weeds, um, that hadn't been getting much light. So it's just kind of a tangle of branches and vines and fallen corn ears and, you know, bugs. And it, it was not a pleasant walk.
0: And yeah, now that we're big, I can't like duck and weave.
1: Yeah. Or Very you can't rob and weave. It's just, and it, it, it almost gets worse as you get closer to this, uh, this house there's a light coming from inside the the house uh, and there's also a light coming from inside the barn do we see any
0: pumpkin trail
1: roll perception
0: okay <gasps> dirty 20
1: there are some tracks that are unfamiliar in the ground in the in the kind of debris that is all around this there's something that that would either roll through or was dragged
0: boy those are uh, maybe very many different.
1: somethings There's, there's like tracks through the various debris.
0: I have such, such, just dramatically different reactions to something that was rolled through and something that was dragged through.
1: It's a track. It's, it's...
0: No, I know. I just, I'm shocked at my own emotions here. (laughs) Drag is bad. Drag makes me scared.
1: There's a group of three trails that go to the barn and a group of two trails that go to the house.
5: All right. Guys. Put your detective glasses on. We're
3: going in. Okay. Uh, Do you want to go to the house or the barn? Uh... I kind of want to check out that barn, you know? It's probably easier to break into and probably easier people to kill if we need to.
2: Whoa.
3: Uh, Just saying.
2: (laughs) Interesting insight. Insight. I think odds of pumpkins are more in...
3: A barn. Good boy. Also, like uh I'm imagining this yard is kind of it looks as though um Belle's dad lives here. Is that accurate? Oh. Cause I heard contraptions. Beauty and the beast. And so I just imagine a bunch of like crazy old Maurice uh doodads and yeah, and pieces and parts and gears and stuff. Is pieces that pieces
1: and parts and gears and stuff? Yeah. It's like parts of a plow were attached to parts of a cart were attached to something that looks like some kind of maybe catapult type thing. Like, there, there, there's nothing is recognizable instantly as any specific one thing. It's just a bunch of parts of stuff that was all kind of, like, cobbled together.
0: Okay. Well, in yeah. uh, true character fashion, I rolled an 11 for investigation, so I'm just gonna go ahead and tell everybody that the paths lead to the house and the barn.
4: Oh, uh, yeah, let's go to the barn first,
1: and then... Yeah, let's go to the barn first. Yeah. Let's sneak. All right, everybody roll stealth. 22. God. 5. 23. 25. As a group, you're able to move somewhat stealthily, although Butter seems hesitant to get closer to this barn. Hmm. How about Pete? Does Pete feel any? Pete goes with Fletch. Oh, okay.
5: What do we do with Butter?
4: What do we do with Butter? I
5: don't want to force him into this barn.
4: No, he'd make a lot of noise, too.
1: But where do we put them? Time to a tree? Where's the tree? Mm. There's a tree in the yard. Like an old dead tree.
5: Zebus, could you make butter invisible?
1: What? Oh, maybe. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what do you mean, can I make butter? What? You make butter? We need to hide butter. Am I forgetting a spell I have that I can just make shit invisible?
1: You could cast invisibility. If you do want to go the invisibility r- route, It lasts an hour, Uh, a creature you you touch becomes invisible until the spells end, anything that the target is wearing or carrying is invisible, the spell ends for a target that attacks or casts a spell, so yeah, so you could, it's a second level spell, if you wanted to make butter invisible, you could cast invisibility.
2: Yeah, let's do it.
1: Okay, it is a second level spell, so roll oh, wild oh. magic.
2: Invisible horse, yeah, yeah, invisible yeah. horse. All right, invisible horse time. I we did not get wild
1: magic. Great, good. Uh, butter is invisible, and because I'm he's still
2: on butter, carrying
1: Zabiss. So. <laughs> Zabiss is also invisible. Whoa! Oh.
2: oh man, guys, I just want to like I'm. Am I, are we, oh no I'm normal sized now mm-hmm. you're Man, slowly is it the growing
1: back into normal size
2: I'm basically I'm floating because I'm, I was riding a side saddle so basically I'm just sitting midair, like juggling do I still I, do I still have meteors
1: no the meteors you can't do both invisibility and the meteors
2: oh okay damn I wanted to look like uh, a, you are invisible though like
1: uh oh, I'm just, also invisible because yeah, yeah. you're on yeah, butter because butter is carrying you oh are,
0: do you guys not listen? He said that twice. <laughs> I'm trying. <right.
1: laughs> As you approach this barn, you see that there is a light coming from it. There is a large uh, main barn door. There is also a like hayloft uh, door visible in the kind of front-facing, uh, you know, door side of the barn. Uh, on the broad side of the barn, there is a ladder that goes up to the roof level, where there is a small. Kind of like landing that looks like uh, it would be a place to like you know bring stuff up to store in that top level. And do we the, hear anything inside? Yes, you can hear the sound of like metal grinding, something some something working a grindstone. Is it the hot metal smell? The hot metal sm- The hot metal smell is growing uh, stronger and stronger as you approach. There's this sound of grinding and then intermittent pausing and squelching. And that continues as you approach. So there's kind of three ways into the barn. The main front door, that hayloft uh, front door, and then the side uh, hayloft um, access point through the ladder.
5: I think we should Hmm. go in through the side.
1: I think we should split up. Oh, yeah?
4: Okay. What I was thinking was that maybe one of us could go, like, knock on the front door and then... Say, hey, how's it going? I'm lost or something like make up a story and then have. I'll do it. And I run up to the oh, front door well, and, and, I, <laughs> and
1: I knock. <laughs> <laughs> the sounds from within the barn stop. Y'all, y'all better get. March, yeah, quickly we scrambles, do,
0: but- scrambles up to the loft.
1: I go to the side door. The
0: side entrance. Yeah.
1: Oh, you go to the side yeah. entrance. Yeah. All right. Well, oh, I'm I go- big,
0: though. Fuck.
1: The sounds from within stop after Flack knocks on the door and then you hear the sound of something large being picked up. There is a scraping of uh, something heavy against the ground that moves from deeper within the barn towards the front door. Um, You also hear the sound of uh, not quite spurs, but there's definitely a jangling uh, with every step. Heavy, heavy footfalls.
0: Can I peek in the side entrance?
1: Roll stealth. To see how quietly you can climb up that ladder twenty eight for sure you get up the ladder and you creep over to the uh there's like a landing area up there uh in the hay loft um but you creep over to the opening that looks over the greater lower main level of the barn um and you see within a horrific makeshift smithy of some sorts uh there horrific. is a smelter uh that is burning. Uh, with that same red jewel-toned glow that you saw from the faces of the scarecrows. Uh, there are some work tables set up. It looks as if the stalls of the barn were torn out to create this kind of workstation and crudely slapped together to make tables and things. Uh, there are tools. Roll a history roll, Margarine. Oh,
0: good roll. 19.
1: You recognize the tools as similar to the ones that Gord showed you. As he he was showing off his new pumpkin carving tools, um, these look very similar. There are pieces of all kinds of things, not just farm equipment, um, or wood or building materials. Um, there are pieces of livestock. There's pieces of scarecrows. There's piece. There's clothing strewn about. There is a old halfling body in one of the stalls that looks long neglected and uh, has the signs of pretty advanced decay. So, uh,
0: (laughs) so margins looking at all this is looking at like dead body and pieces of fucking animals shared about. And the only thing she can think is how she doesn't actually know whether or not Fletch has understands what a butchery is like has Fletch killed animals has Fletch eaten meat she's not sure because he said he didn't but he also then he went back <laughs> on it and said that he did and this is going to be very alarming one way or another once he enters this
1: uh and then you also see what is walking towards the main door of the barn where Flack knocked there is a very large broad creature um it's hard to tell exactly what it is from the back it's like a big suit of armor, but all of the armor—it's it, not forged armor. It's not like well-crafted plate or something. It looks like this was slapped together from stuff that was fo- found around the farm and the surrounding area. It's dragging a huge maul in one hand as it approaches the barn, uh, and it reaches out. Is to it glowing? A- there is a glow from the front. You can see that there's a, there's a glow reflected on the, the front door of the, uh, of the barn, just as the other hand, not dragging the mall, oh. reaches out to slide Run open away. the door. Run
5: away!
2: Run away!
5: I have
1: an idea. As the barn door opens in front of you, you are greeted by a pale white ivory mask with glowing red eyes and no mouth.
2: Boo! Ah, uh, No!
3: Greetings! Uh. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: d and d is a Spotify exclusive podcast written and edited by me, James Gressel. d and d d is performed by Beth Radlock, Mike Saigan, James A. Janisse, and Chelsea Rebecca.